Was that testing the mics or is the podcast Gary. started? All right, now I know the answer. It's Gareth, and now I know that the podcast has started. Oh, so nice. tired. It's nice to sit down after driving up here from Will's house through the traffic. <laughs> I look, I drove from Will's today too. So if you want to have you a driving, drive in if you want to have a driving from Will's place contest, let's have it. Right, I already won it because I came over in traffic. All right, well that was a good game. Good game. Well played. Lots of ups and downs. My podcast was better. Excuse me? That I did with Will. You did a better podcast with Will than I did? I think so, yeah. How, you would have no way of knowing that. It just seems... No, you're just being, no, you're just being a dick. You would have no way of knowing that. Excuse me? Generally the correct call. No. No. You don't know that. And if you did, good, good for you. I have a hard time dealing with your rage. My, well, my rage... You're making me rageful. You won't call me my. Listening to the dollop. This is a bi-weekly American history podcast. Each week, I read a story from the historical records of America to my friend Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about, and he has he has anger issues. I do not have anger issues. God, you want to look at a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You <laughs> are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> There she is. Mary Fields was born a slave. Okay. In Hickman County. I mean, not okay. Tennessee. Well, it seems like you've already made no, 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 no. claimer on that no, one. No, no, no. Gareth is pro slavery. Not much is known about her. I like how when it's slavery, I'm actually actually Gareth and not Gary. (laughs) When it's I'm pro-slavery, my name's right. Well, that's a very, very slave-honoring name. (laughs) You know what? I have half a mind, boy. Gary is not a slave-owning name, but Gareth is. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Not much is known about her early years. She spent the first three decades of her life as a slave. Okay. Until the Civil War. And then she was a free woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. She then moved to Mississippi. I don't know why you'd go south. Yeah. What is the? I mean, look, what's the thinking there? Early, early Reconstruction. There was a period where 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 the former slaves had a nice had a, had kind of a nice ride, and then the whites were like, "Hey, let's let's fuck this all up." Yeah. So there was a brief period where things were looking good. Still, I mean, wh- and then and then then they. <laughs> Which did. side would you rather be on? The one where I, they were like, fuck no to this, or the one where they were like, god damn it, we got to do this now. I would run my ass north, but that's me. Yeah. Okay, she moved to Mississippi and got a job working as a chambermaid on the steamboat Robert E. Lee. Interesting. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't get, I wouldn't get on that boat. Uh, she's making odd choices. Yeah. Uh, the Robert E. Lee had a famous race against another steamboat, the Bills Natchez. The Bills Natchez? That's a terrible name. In 1870. Okay. Mary said the crew threw anything they could get their hands on into the boiler to make that ship move. Okay. That included sides of bacon and ham. They threw ham. I'm sorry. So they threw, they, for a while, the Robert E. Lee was powered by ham? Yeah. They were throwing everything they could in the boiler, and that included bacon and ham to get that ship moving. Because of the race? Yes. Okay. So I'm, okay. Just- ham boat. Yep. Just got a ham boat on her hands. 
She said, quote, it was expected that the boilers would burst, but they did not, and the Robert E. Lee won. <laughs> One of Mary's childhood friends became a nun. Okay. Her name was Mother Amadeus. Normal. <laughs> she, I, I don't want to give away, but she ends up writing Rock Me Amadeus. She does? She, this yeah. Is, yeah. That's awesome. Mother Amadeus was placed at the... Uh, Amadeus, Amadeus, Mother Amadeus. Yeah. All right. I thought it was going to go on. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Yeah, it's pretty much it. <laughs> There's the German rap where he's like, Und uh, yeah. yeah. Mother Amadeus was uh, placed at the new St. Peter's Convent near Cascade, Montana. So they fucking set up a whole new shop in Montana, right? Did you call it Montana? I did a little bit. Okay. I think that's a little Freudian. Uh, well, look... I like to go to Montana every once in a while in the summer. <laughs> well, uh, me and Dave summer in Montana. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say Montana? I did not. <laughs> Cascade was a small town that came to exist along the railroad between Helena and Great Falls. Okay. And Mother Amadeus came down with pneumonia in 1885. That's got to be a crazy thing for someone to say. Mother Amadeus has pneumonia. It's hard. It's a lot of words. Yeah. Uh, and she asked for Mary to come and join her and help her. And Mary came because they were old friends, and she nursed Mother Amadeus back to health. What's pneumonia's deal? Isn't it contagious? Uh, right? So, so uh, maybe it isn't. You... I mean, it might, I know it comes from usually you get the flu and then you get pneumonia. So maybe yeah, but... it's a re- maybe it's a virus uh, that's a result of the flu. So it's a nut. I can't say for sure. I haven't done Still, a podcast on it. I mean, yet. yeah. Okay. Uh, after Mary took a job at the convent for nine bucks a week. Hot money, then. That's not bad, right? No, I don't think that's bad. I don't think that's bad. Uh, she did Plus everything. Plus, you probably get three hots and a cot. Three what? Three hots and a cot. Three oh. meals and a bed. Okay. <laughs> she chopped wood, she dug holes, and she helped build a schoolhouse and a chapel. Jesus. Okay. No fucking joke. All right. Did she have a blue ox? (laughs) She eventually became the convent forewoman. Okay. Yeah. Getting a little fucking respect. I respected her before. A fucking forewoman. Yeah. And. uh, Sounds like sister act so far. She would also drive the stagecoach. She's doing a lot of stuff. She's fucking all over the place. She'd take visitors to and from the train station. She also made the 120-mile supply runs to Helena. Okay. She performed this duty alone, regardless of the weather. One night, the horses were attacked by a pack of wolves, and the wagon flipped. The horses scattered. Instead of bailing, Mary guarded the food shipment from wolves all night long. Whoa! The wolves would attack in a pack, and Mary would blast them with her shotgun. Eventually, she ran out of buckshot and had to use her revolver. In the morning, she was surrounded by the bodies of wolves. Well, if she get, if things got even hairier, I'm sure there was a little ham on that wagon. Load a little ham in the gun. You, I don't know if the ham's going to be a... Make some hammets. Okay. She managed to uh, write the stagecoach on her own. <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucking nuts. That's a heavy... That's, I mean, that's a lot. I would just lay there and go, this is fucking... This is fucking I would have gone. They'd be, I'd be like, oh, there were so many wolves. They'd be like, where's the food? I'd be like, the food? She fucking rolled that shit over on her own and put it back on the road. Uh, and then and she, she, and then she, she tracked st- down the horses, <laughs> hooked it back up, and fucking got going. 
tracked him down? Yeah, he went out and fucking caught him in the woods or whatever. It's happening to your voice? I'm sorry, I'm a little... It's what I do when I'm finding horses. Scott, I'm horse finding voice. Oh, oh! Instead of horse whispering, you're just horse soprano. It's a horse finding voice. Okay, that's adorable. Uh, she saved every single thing except a keg of molasses that broke. Let me ask you this: Did anyone see all this happen? No, but we believe her. Okay. Uh, the Bishop of Montana made her pay for the keg of molasses. Sorry. The Bishop of Montana? Yeah, he fucking runs all the convents, right? It Montana's bishop made her pay for the molasses. Yeah, he was like, all right, where's the fucking molasses? And That'll teach like, you. Oh, that's the thing that didn't make it. And well, like, oh, we're pony up. You, come on now. Fair is fair. Pay Did for it. Did you eat the molasses? <laughs> fair is fair. Turns out she was dipping her fist in the molasses the whole way. That's why they called her Molasses Mary. Well, that makes sense. The big problem with Mary at the convent was that she was uh, a bit rough around the edges. It sounds like it. She dressed in men's clothes. Okay. Although she did wear an apron when working, but under the apron, she always kept a revolver. <laughs> okay. Just in case, you know, nuns. Sure. You know? They are violently unpredictable. Uh, and in the apron pocket, she kept a flask of whiskey. I mean, the sofa, she sounds pretty cool. <laughs> right? I'd say very cool. Under the apron, uh, oh, I already did that. Uh, Mary was said to have been a very good shot uh, with both the revolver and her rifle. Okay. She was around 200 pounds, very tall. She loved drinking, smoking home rolled cigars, swearing, and arguing politics, <laughs> and playing with her dick. <laughs> Okay, uh, so she really, I mean, she's a Tom man. Yeah, she's a Tom man. Yeah. The nuns tried to get married to be more ladylike, but she enjoyed hanging with the men in town more than <laughs> at the convent. That's got to be fucking great, though. Like, as, like, I mean, at this point, she has to feel pretty comfortable being out and being black. And so she can yeah. now, now you're almost the, maybe like a novelty to some of these places where they're like, this fucking chick who drinks whiskey and is a great shot is going to come in. She flips wagons. She, right. She back then there wasn't it, it wasn't uh it, there were a lot of cowboys uh, black cowboys. It's very right. common. Okay. You don't see they don't put that in the movies but there were a ton of black cowboys. No, I've seen black cowboys. They used on to fucking some... bail and yeah. they would run away and that's where they would go. They'd be like, "All right, I'm going to go be a fucking cowboy." Yeah. Like you said, would you go to Mississippi or would be like, "Hey, how about out west and I get on some horses?" I'd go to Montana. Montana. Uh, so uh the uh town uh, the women of the town of Cascade. I'm guessing they took to her well. They liked her. Well, they didn't think she was ladylike, and then um, they pushed uh, for a law to be passed that barred all women from drinking in Cascade. Okay, but you can't, I mean, just because they didn't like... I just think the religious folk, yeah, they didn't like a lady doing that shit. Okay. Yeah, and you're, you're making the right face. Yeah, it's, it's not a cool move. It's smelly. I'm making smell face. But then the mayor of Cascade ordered that Mary be the only woman who was allowed to drink in local See, bars. Now, now, what happened was yep. this was sounding pretty dumb, and now it's really awesome. Backfire! Now it's really awesome <laughs> because now <laughs> that is so badass. Yeah. If you were the only person of your gender to be able to drink, fucking amazing. Holy shit. 
She also enjoyed a good fist fight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, notice I didn't say she got into them. I said she enjoyed. Right. Enjoyed. Pursued. Mary, Mary was known to be able to beat up any two men at once in Montana. Get out of here. That's what it said. Any two men at once. <laughs> so you could pick any two men in Montana, and she would take them on at the same time. Wow. She had a standing bet she could knock out any man with one punch. Wow. She's a monster. <laughs> the bet was a dime, and she never lost once. She could knock someone out with one, one punch. One fucking punch. She'd drop your shit. Well, she's a fucking linebacker. Yeah, she's she honestly, 200 pounds. When I heard the wagon flip the, and the weight, the first thing I thought was, what an inside linebacker. Great inside. She would have been yeah. a great inside linebacker. Yeah. Uh a, a saloon in town had a standing bet that any man who could take a punch from Mary and remain on his feet would get $5 and a free shot of whiskey. Wow. Uh, you know how many guys tried it because of the free shot of whiskey? Oh, she must oh, have just... Dude. Go ahead, hit me, you big mother... <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Where are Amy? I got a strong chin. Come oh, on, you hey. big dumb idiot. Uh, at a local ranch, Mary got into an argument with the ranch foreman over a harness. Could see how that would happen. Sure. What does that mean exactly? She got in a fight over like a, a horse. Harness, the way, yeah, the way you harness a horse. Okay. She's like, no, that's not right. And he's like, what are you talking about? I don't You're know if she was woman. like, no, that's not right. She was like, hey, hey, fucker, hey, ass face, hey, you piece of shit, hey, I'll knock you out. You put this on this way, you fucking animal. <laughs> hey, what are you doing, lady? That's it. Shut your goddamn manhole. All right, Mary, relax. Fuck you. I'll relax on your face. Uh, God damn it, Mary. Do whatever you want to the horse. Just leave. Oh, the my fists are clenching again. I uh, got Mary. My lady fists. No. Two dead. <laughs> she picked up a rock and smashed the foreman in the head. Whoa, Mary. <laughs> Why are you bugging? <laughs> That's way, one way to end an argument. <laughs> one nun said, may God help anyone who walks on the lawn after Mary has cut it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's just a fuck. Like, she should be in Game of Thrones. By the way, she cut it but being on her hands and knees and using her teeth, well, right? She, yeah, she yeah, ate it She ate the grass, right. The Great Falls Examiner newspaper said she had, quote, broken more noses than any other person in Montana. So, first of all, it's a hard thing to corroborate. I mean, that's a hard thing to say that that is definitely. No, they kept records. <laughs> really? Back then, that's the only thing they kept it's actual true, yeah. diligent records yeah. of was <laughs> nose breaks. Yeah. And by whom? There's no dental records. Nothing else but no. just nose breaks. <laughs> yeah. The Native Americans called Mary White Crow. Interesting. A little bit of reverse of the... Uh, yeah, a white crow. Because they said she acts like a white woman but has black skin. Okay. I don't think she's... It doesn't sound to me like she doesn't act like any woman. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's true, right? It sounds like she acts like a dude. It just said, uh, yeah. yeah. It, should, it should have been dude crow. We call her dude crow. Lady dude crow. We call her dude crow. She gender bender. She gender... We think we call her must talk. She must talk. Only explanation. Tuck her junk. Must tuck, lady. She's must uh, tuck. One schoolgirl wrote an essay saying, quote, she drinks whiskey and she swears and she is Republican, which makes her a low, foul creature. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she, this yeah. is a, this is a time when she, this was a this Republican. When Republicans freed the slaves. She has liberal written all over her in today's day and age. Well, they were more liberal, the Republicans back then, yeah. than the Democrats. Well, that's the same. Uh, Mary was a hard worker. She washed all the clothes yeah. and linens and took care of the convent's 400 chickens, as well as tending the garden. Okay. It's a lot of chickens. Yeah. Can we just think about that? That's so, like a Tyson coop. A what? Tyson chicken coop. Oh, like, not like Mike Tyson. <laughs> no, both, maybe. Oh, my God. Look, all these beautiful chickens look, inside chickens, here. Look, kind of my face. Used to be pigeons, but now I just oh, like baby chicks. I like to rub them on my face. Yeah, look at this chicken. I want to punch you. I used to chase them, and now all I want to do is hug like them. I smash them against the rocks. <laughs> I'm violent. <laughs> I guess what you could say is that I'm pretty violent. She was pretty uh, much indispensable. She also fought a skunk that got into the chicken coop. Uh, fought? <laughs> How did she fight it? <laughs> fucking put on I'll her, knock him out. She put on her fist and started punching that shit. <laughs> that skunk didn't know what he was up against. Uh, when Mary discovered, so she's like a, I mean, she's a celebrity, arguably, yeah, right? She's a celebrity yeah. for sure. I mean, in this area, I don't yeah. Know, but uh, when Mary discovered it, the skunk had already killed sixty baby chicks. So that thing was not going to fucking tear. Yeah. Like, I'm skunking! Yeah. Snappity, snap, 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 snap. He's having a good time. Um, she killed it and dragged the dead skunk a mile back to the convent where she showed it to the nuns and a visiting chaplain. Look what I've done! That kind of seems... Hey, ladies, gather around. <laughs> Look at this shit. That's like cat behavior. I did that, Mary motherfucking cutfuck fields! But that's like cat behavior. Where like a cat will be like, here's the bird. You're like, no, I don't. They're like, for dude, you. I got you the bird. Dude, I don't need to see it. I'm I got good. you a bird. Dude, I'm this good. This is our bird. I'm good without I'll, the I'll bird. I'll skin it and then we'll eat it raw together. Okay, it is our bird. Okay. You're welcome. The nuns asked her how she avoided getting sprayed and she said she just attacked it from the front. <laughs> you know, the thing about skunks is they're able to rotate pretty quick. Wouldn't that be a great scene in Rocky? Yeah. Have to attack the skunk the front. Ah, come back the next day. Show him soaking in the tub and tomato juice. Yeah, yeah. Then he comes back. Ah. And then when he's fighting, finally fighting, the other fighter's like, Rock, you stink. Jesus, Rocky, would you take a shower in there? I haven't tasted skunks forever. Take a shower in there, Rocky. I did shower. There's a gun. What? Uh, did you, uh, there was a skunk. What? There was a what? Hey, I already showered. Okay. One of the train tags is where I chased skunk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's my wife. <laughs> uh, Jesus, you're an idiot, huh, Rock? Hey. Uh, uh. Okay. Uh, Mary worked at the convent for 10 years, but her reputation was her undoing. The Bishop of Montana had been hearing many complaints about her behavior... And then she went a bit too far. Well, she was the only woman allowed to drink. Right. I mean, that, that will make you feel a little empowered. It's very empowering. Yeah. She's like a superhero. I mean, she point. went from being a slave to being the only woman in a town who could drink. And beat everybody up. And beat the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. That's quite a 180. Uh, the convent handyman was apparently upset that Mary made more money than he did. Okay. Well, he's going to get knocked the fuck out. So he started complaining to anyone who had ears. Okay. All over the town. He complained about Mary. Finally, 
Mary heard about his loud mouth oh God. and challenged him to a duel Mary. on convent property. Mary. Oh, on convent property? <laughs> Why there? Because it's where she heard out about it. She heard about it. She just went to where he was. She heard about it, and she just fucking went straight <laughs> to the dude and was like, let's do this shit. <laughs> you want to ball- fuck with a bro? That is baller. You're not, you're not a bro. I am too. I'm a bro. Uh, so the foreman agreed, or the handyman agreed, and somehow in the duel, Mary shot him in the ass. Wow. Now, one of two things happened. He was still walking his 10 paces, and she shot him in the ass. Likely, right? Or he fell and turned. Who? She shot him in the butt. Yeah. Who? She just. Who as a defense is like, my hiney. Yeah, he, she shot him in the ass. Yeah, he was like, nah, oh, fucking bitch. Bottom, bottom shooter. Oh, fucking bitch. So that was it for the bishop. He had had it. He ordered Mary to leave the convent. I love how there was a time when, like, it was like, uh, the how you how you dueled in the streets was unfair. All right, enough. <laughs> I have now had it up to here with you. Here's a rule to the anarchy. Everything else was fine. <laughs> But now you're shooting man in the buttocks. Listen, if you don't have respectful duel game, what's left? So she had to leave the convent. Okay. Mother Amadeus got Mary a job as a mail carrier between the convent and Cascade. So she was a dude. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Took me a while. I was like, did I read something wrong? No, it's just a different word. So so she got her job as as a, a mail lady. Right, so she's Mailman a postal lady. She bought, she bought Mary a wagon and a team of horses. Mary was now the second woman in the U.S. to have a mail route. Uh, but she didn't just get the job because she asked for it. Getting a job with the Postal Service was very hard. Applicants would compete against each other. So there'd be a fucking job up, and everyone would come down, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, all right, let's see who's got the fucking goods. Really? And they would each... Hitch a team of six horses to a stagecoach, and whoever did it the fastest got the job. That is such a funny. Like, first of all, we should do more shit like that. There yes. should be more. You should make time employees. trials. <laughs> totally. Yes. But also, that really, if you're going to do that, you should really set up a little more of a course. I mean, there's way more to being a mail carrier oh, than just hitching a wagon. I agree, but after you hitch the wagons, you're so tired. You mean you hitch all the horses? <laughs> and out so there. she did it. So she did it fastest and. At the age of 60. Holy shit. She beat all the dudes who are probably, let's be honest, in their 20s. <laughs> Some fucking crazy old lady who's nine feet tall and weighs 400 pounds just comes over. Who was and probably like, a little drunk. Is she mythical? Yeah. She's hammered out of her mind. She just, she's just left a trail of dudes knocked out. <laughs> yeah. She hitches them up. Smells like skunk. Uh, so she's the second male woman. First black uh, male carrier, male or female. She's the very first black. Wow. To hold a position. She never failed once to deliver a letter. That's pretty crazy. And she was never said to be late. If the snow got too high, she would tie up the horses to a tree and carry the mail on her back. What? She would leave? If the horses couldn't walk in the snow anymore. But how, she must have been go- how far would she be going? I don't know. I mean, it sounds like... Miles. Wow, yeah, mile. I mean, it sounds like there was like a hundred or so miles. <laughs> so she'd tie up the horses and be like, I'll be back. Oh, my God. And then she just fucking 
cruise off with her fucking bag of shit. <laughs> it was during this period that Mary got her nickname, Stagecoach. Yeah. Stagecoach Stage Mary. Stagecoach Mary. Yeah, because they're like, she is a stagecoach. Yeah. She doesn't need one. She is one. Yeah. <laughs> In 1903, Mother Amadeus was sent to Alaska to set up a mission. Mary was now 70. She was devastated to lose her friend. All right, let's talk about this. Okay. So there's a nut. There's a woman who wants to be a nut. Yeah. And there is uh, another lady, and they grew up together, and she's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah. And the first one becomes a nun, and she goes, hey, come see me here. Come visit me. Come hang with me. Come live with me. Yeah. And she gets her job. Wait a minute. And then she gets fired, and she's like, hey, I'll buy you some stuff. I'll buy you, like, a new You're car. You're right. They were good friends. And then... You can still live around here, and I'll see you around. Good pals like to keep in touch. By the way, I like it when you're tough and rough, tough and t- you're rough and tumble. Yeah, like to see, like to see that that sort of, you know, a woman embrace her womanhood and mm-hmm. you know really be tough. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the and then the nun gets fired or moved to another place in Alaska, and you can't follow, and you're like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. Wants to see her friend. Because my lover is gone. What? Lover! David! (laughs) Mary stopped the mail route and moved to the town of Cascade. Okay. So they were definitely fucking. She was fucking her. She was such a local hero that the town would close the school in honor of her birthday. (laughs) I mean... Even though she didn't she know what a, day her birthday was. What? She didn't know what day her birthday was. So they were like... She was a slave. How would she fucking know? You know what I mean? I mean, I, who knows what kind of records they kept. So she just... What did she just do? Invent it? Or one day a year, she'd be like, I feel like tomorrow. I think that... No, she wouldn't change it yearly, but she... They said that... It's, there were a couple places that she said she She got to pick had, her birthday. She would say twice a year she had a birthday. So she, I mean, if you if you are a lot of that luxury, you should take a little bit of advantage. Yeah, if of you're it. if you're gonna get you know huge rewards for having a birthday, you might as well bring that in a couple times a yeah. year. It was like her dead grandma, like the dead grandma excuse when you were in That's school. That's exactly it. In college, How many dead grandmas. I had a lot. Oh yeah. Mary made a living. I by, ran out eventually and yeah. had to make up new stuff. I mean, right. that's how many dead grandmas I had. Jesus, it's a massacre. Yeah. No, it was a somebody, It was a genocide of grandmas. What I had. <laughs> it's been acknowledged as as such. Mary made a living by doing laundry for locals in her home, and she kept on drinking, fighting, and swearing. One day she was drinking in a saloon when a man who owed her $2 for doing laundry walked by. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take a guess that this guy gets a little guff. (laughs) She stormed after him, and she grabbed him by the collar, spun him around, and punched him in the face. (laughs) She's over 70. Yes. She's, yes. (laughs) <laughs> then she walked back to the bar and sat down and said, his laundry bill is paid. Oh, my God. Was that maybe the first catchphrase? Like, was that maybe the first, like, tag? Well, she's the first Schwarzenegger. The first tag? That's for sure, yeah. His laundry is paid. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Mary also opened a restaurant, which did not do well because she gave everyone credit who couldn't afford to pay. Yeah. She went broke twice trying to run the restaurant before shutting it down. Okay. She was loved in the town. Uh, when the local hotel was sold, part of the contract said that the new owner had to give Mary free meals for the rest of her life. Wow. When her house burned down, 
the locals got together and built her a new one. Mary also babysat a lot of the kids in town. One of them was a boy visiting for a while from the city of Dearborn. Uh His name was Gary Cooper. (laughs) What? Gary Cooper loved her so much as a kid that right before he died, he wrote an article for her in Ebony Magazine. Okay. It's the Gary Cooper. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But he was so affected by her by just being with her a little time as like a fucking nine-year-old. That he wrote about her. With all the shit that he did in Hollywood. Yeah. And all the the fucking ladies he tore through, through, because he's Gary Cooper, so he fucked his way through this town. Okay. And did all the blow he did. Right. It's Gary Cooper. Right? Okay, yeah. Just blow off of, of, of Hooker's breasts. The whole Cooper legend. Sure. Which I, that was making, what he was doing. Which I'm now completely fabricating. Right. He went through all that, and at the end, he was like, man, how about that giant seven-year-old black lady? I'm a stagecoach. Oh, stagecoach. Mary also adopted the Cascade baseball team. Um, she adopted them? She was like, I'm, your, I'm the team mother. I okay. take care of the, my boys, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, she gave them flowers at each game, and anyone who hit home runs, she gave flowers to. Yeah, and anyone who didn't, she beat the fuck out of. If anyone would talk shit about the team, she She'd would punch the sh- them in the face. But she's, but at this age, <laughs> she's so old. Uh, honestly, like this is a while ago. The, the, I, I mean, my guess is life expectancy wasn't even seventy. No, um, this is crazy. Way so past. she's she's not only far surpassing, especially for a black woman, life expectancy. She was a slave. She's not only surpassing life expectancy. But she, in this day and age, what she's doing would be considered insane. Oh, no. Fucking crazy. Beating the shit out of no, people? No, she'd be a celebrity. Oh, God. She'd be like, How quickly she'd be on Dancing with the Stars? Well, Trump would be Stage like, you gotta Coach run Mary. with me. Yeah. You gotta be my, you gotta be my running mate. Uh, in 1914, Mary got the feeling she was close to death. She did not want to be a burden on her friends. So in the middle of the night, she got up. And walked out of her house. Oh, God. And laid down in some tall weeds. She did the dog move? (laughs) Yep. She did what dogs do? (laughs) Who does that? She just went outside to lay down and die. And die? But some young kids were playing there the next day, and they found her. Still alive? Yeah. I, I need a couple more days to die, please. I, my Come clock was on. I'm in the, tr- I'm in the weeds. <laughs> what? The locals took her to Columbus Hospital in Great Falls. <laughs> Don't you going to a hospital. Leave me in the weeds. No, I'd rather just die in the weeds over You're the week. going to the hospital. Fuck you, you son of a bitch. Hey, come down here close. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> Stagecoach Mary died a few days later at the age of 82 of liver failure. Wow. Because she's fucking pounding. Wow. <laughs> she's a giant alcoholic. Giant lesbian alcoholic. Oh, man. Uh, she was buried in a small cemetery between Cascade and St. Peter's Mission. Wow. It's fucking nuts. And you can still hear the ghost of Mary beating the shit out of other ghosts. You can. She's kicking the fucking you shit You can still hear, motherfucker, son of a bitch. His laundry bill is paid. Hey. Your laundry bill is paid. Oh, laundry bill. All right. Good job. <laughs> That's what happens when you mix whites with collars. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, 
this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 